Welcome to Lorica, the podcast of Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. St. Patrick's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. Father Patrick is also the administrator of the Orthodox West. This past Thursday was 40 days since we celebrated the resurrection of our Lord. 40 days of ethereal appearances to the disciples, 40 days of teaching and instruction from Christ to the apostles concerning the church and the kingdom of God, how he wanted the church to be set up and things to be done and run, instructing them, giving them commandments. We celebrated the Feast of Christ's Bodily Resurrection this past Thursday, 40 days, back into heaven, in which he returned different than when he came. He came to us, first bodiless, divine, taking our body in the womb of the Blessed Virgin. He returns in his ascension as the God-man, in a glorified and immortal body, and he introduces humanity into the Godhead, which he never left. (laughs) Even when he came, he never left. But now he is there as one of us, interceding for us and ruling from his throne in the midst of his enemies. And we are there with him while we are still here, and he is here with us while he is still there. We have learned, we have learned that when we speak of the cross, Paul says, I am determined to know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. But he doesn't mean that. (laughs) What he means, and what we mean when we speak of the cross, we are always, always, also speaking of the resurrection. You can't separate these things. Each event of Christ's redeeming work is a part of a whole, a single act. They can't be separated or conceived of independently. The resurrection is part of the cross. The cross is part of the resurrection. And what we need to learn is that the ascension is also part of the same whole. It is the climax and the fulfillment of the cross, of Christ's redemptive work. It's the telos of man and Christ. Think of it this way. Think of your liturgical experience in these past few months. Think of coming to Good Friday and ignoring Easter Sunday. Think of going to Good Friday and just forgetting about Easter Sunday. It would be absurd, inconceivable. Easter Sunday is the point of Good Friday, right? Well, sort of. Kind of. Not completely. Just as Jesus told Mary when she discovered him alive in the garden, do not touch me, for I am not yet ascended to my Father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, my brethren... And say unto them, I ascend to my Father, and your Father to my God, and your God. The ascension is the purpose of the cross. These three events, these successive stages of one redemptive act of Christ, 
There's no cross without the resurrection. There's no point of the resurrection without the ascension, which is the goal. I mean, Jesus is not still roaming around here in his immortal body popping in and scaring people, you know, 2,000 years later. He finished his work. It is finished, he said. And he finished it in a particular way by ascending to the Father. Now when he said on the cross, it is finished, he did not mean that his death on the cross was the whole thing. When he dies, his resurrection is implied in it. It's inevitable. When he who is life goes into hell and dies, he destroys death. That's just an inevitability. They are one and the same. And when he rises from the dead, his ascension is also contained in his rising from the dead. And it too is inevitable. It is finished means man is now glorified and made a partaker of the Godhead. Something he did not mean when he said it is finished. Something he did not mean when he said it is finished. Is that there is no more work to be done. He certainly did not mean that. He did not mean it's time to cool your heels on the white sandy beaches of the eternal shore. No, we are not there yet. Sorry. If you pray the office in these ten interim days between Ascension and Pentecost, you're going to hear an antiphon phrase from the Gospels. You're going to hear it over and over and over again. It's the angel's word to the disciples as they were standing there on the mountain staring at the bottom of Jesus' feet as he was being taken up into heaven. And the angel says to them, Why stand ye gazing into heaven? The disciples respond, Well, I mean, are you serious? Like, I mean, did you see what just happened? Why, why would you ask us that? The angel responds, I mean, this is all right there. If you look at it carefully. I have a special edition of the gospel. So maybe it's not in yours. But so, so the angel responds, Fellas, that was a rhetorical question. I know why you're standing here gazing up into heaven. I didn't ask you because I didn't know. The point is, you can't just stand around here and stare into the sky. There is work to do. He gave you instructions to go back to Jerusalem and wait. And by the way, waiting is not doing nothing. Waiting, when done properly, is work. Go back and wait. So get on with it. Go wait, and in ten days you'll receive a gift from heaven, whom he will send, whom he promised. Oh, great, and then it'll be time to cool our heels on the shores of eternity. No. No. No, it will not be time to relax. Then it's time for your work to truly begin. You are going to receive power. Power. Not to relax. Power to work. Power to be my witnesses. To be martyrs for Christ. You are going to go out into all the world and you're going to proclaim the gospel of the kingdom in word and deed, you're going to give your very lives. My father is working, I am working, and now it is time for you to work. Your work is just begun. Because the promise of the Holy Spirit is coming to empower you 
to do that work. We must reignite our commitment to the mission and the commission that Christ has entrusted to us in this world. Even in times of persecution, we are never permitted to just hunker down and barely survive and get by. We are called to bear fruit. We are called to multiply our talents. It is time to put the hand to the plow and not look back. It is time to do the work of the kingdom. There are souls to save, nations to conquer, cultures to build, children to teach. There is work to be done. We are contending with a terrible, rampant spiritual disease. I recently did this series on acedia. That's why. It wasn't just some nice topic to talk about. It's the enemy we face in our day and age. That's not as if this is unique to our times. I mean... You know, there's nothing new under the sun. But the demons do emphasize certain tactics in their attacks at different times. And I believe this is certainly a time in which this disease and this attack, this spiritual attack, is certainly heightened. There is a lack, a rampant, a, it's an epidemic actually, Lack of direction, lack of clarity, lack of purpose. People are depressed and anxious and stuck on the couch and just twiddle it, wondering what life is all about. There's a lack of mission, a lack of work. There is sloth and laziness that is just rampant. When I go to confession, I mean... I haven't knocked over a 7-Eleven recently. I haven't, well, I'm not going to go into a litany of all the things I haven't done. <laughs> I've done plenty that I need to confess. But the thing that burdens my soul, that causes me tremendous sorrow and regret, is the time I've wasted. My failure to work, to bear fruit, in the kingdom. We don't have much time. This life has been given you to repent and to bear fruit. You can relax when you're dead, okay? You can sleep when you're dead. This is not the time to sleep. This is not the time for vacation. This is not a general message. Are you getting the point? Are you, are you getting that? This is not just like some general message. I think God is trying to tell us something. I have a sneaking suspicion that we're going to be hearing a lot about this in the coming days. We have been entrusted. We have been given a great, great, precious trust from the Savior. Talents. Lots of talents. We're tired. We get tired. And so we want to go rest. You know what resting does when you're tired? It makes you more tired. When you're supposed to be doing the work of the kingdom. That's what will invigorate you. That's what will give you energy. That's what will fill you with life. The Holy Spirit has been sent to comfort us and to make us holy. 
But he's also been sent to us to give us power that we might bear fruit and do the work of the kingdom. It's not time to sleep. It's not time for lethargy. It's time for us to put our hand to the plow. It's time for us to go to war. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.